You're listening to The Solution, a podcast by Growers Mineral. I'm your host, Russell Bobel. Last week, the Ohio governor, Mike DeWine, had a false test positive for COVID-19. Our director of research, Jim Hallbison, wanted to compare the COVID testing to what's being done for soil testing. Take it away, Jim. Yeah, yeah. Basically, what I'd like to talk about today is the COVID testing uh, that we're seeing nationally. And here in the state of Ohio, just recently, we had a little bit of issue with it because President Trump made a visit to the Whirlpool washer plant in Clyde, Ohio. And the governor, Mike DeWine, was supposed to meet uh, the president uh, at the Cleveland airport and was notified that he had received a positive test for COVID-19. And with that that's nan- uh, standard procedure when you're with the president. <clears throat> so at that point, uh, Mr. DeWine went back to uh, Columbus uh, so that he wouldn't expose the president to the COVID test. Well, then uh, he retook the COVID test 19 hours later and basically came back negative. And then they immediately ran another test, and that was also negative. And the point that I would like to make with this is that <clears throat> as a company at Growers, we run into the soil testing uh, dimension all the time when they are afraid that we're not applying enough fertilizer to the land that their soil tests are going to start to slide down and eventually they're not going to have enough nutrition to actually feed the plant. And what we've tried to tell farmers since 1955 is that the soil test is only an indicator. It's not a true barometer of what is actually available in the soil to the plant. And that's the point that we, we want to make with this COVID testing. You're basically trying to test a mycolog- microbiological species of some sort and predict whether it's active uh, in an individual's body. And see, with soil testing, <clears throat> you're trying to measure nutrients. And we don't argue that the measurement of the total nutrient may possibly be there. But the big question is how much of that is available. And what we're learning in agriculture is that availability of minerals in soil are directly related to the biological activity in the soil. So we feel that that soil test can be a little misleading as far as what nutrients are actually available. And the COVID uh, false positives are pretty well substantiating that, in my opinion. So I want farmers to start thinking about how important the soil test really is. We don't argue that it's a part of monitoring of your fertility system, but is it the exact answer or tells you everything you need to know about the soil? And see, we don't agree with that. We think that what the biological activity in there is actually releasing those minerals. And as you introduce calcium and open up the porosity of the soil, that biological life starts to act better and starts to release some of those nutrients that are actually in the soil itself. So we're saying that it's part of the whole package that you have to look at uh, what the porosity is in the soil. You can use the soil test as a barometer, but it doesn't tell you exactly what you do need. And see, the experts in the, uh, the COVID dementia are saying that that's true, that the test is kind of an indicator, but it's never proved positive. And we're having several people that are actually testing negative when they actually have the symptoms of the COVID uh, virus. And see, this this creates a very serious issue when you try to put your 
total confidence in the test alone. You need to use other parameters uh, for that measurement. And part of that soil test that we always struggle with is the pH. When we suggest to farmers that you need a certain level of calcium on the exchange complex, the idea is from the establishment that it's going to automatically elevate pH to a level that is uh, not sustainable for fertility. And see, the pH test itself has some uh, incongruities with it and what it is actually measuring. So if the soil test itself is related to that biological activity, that pH may not be telling you exactly uh, what the pH of that medium is. Actually, we received or read a uh, published article in Biodynamics in March of 2020 where the gentleman was actually saying that the pH test is not designed for a non-liquid medium. It's used very uh, effectively in human medicine because you're measuring blood chemistry, but that's a liquid media. And see, the actual uh, founder of the pH test said that really other than the blood media or total liquid media is the best way to use pH, uh, something like the oceans might be comparable, a non uh, aqueous solution like a soil, the pH may not be very valid at that point. And so these charts that many farmers see that say you need to be in this pH range to have certain availabilities, uh, they are saying may have some problems with it. And this is something that growers has mentioned since 55. So again, soil testing is a assistant or something to help you with but it is proof positive of nothing as far as your soil is concerned. You need to use it with other tests to make a judgment on how the fertility in your soil is actually acting for the uptake of the crop. And kind of the baseline understanding I have of the, the COVID test, it's not, when you say COVID test, there's not one COVID test. There's, I don't know how many, but Ohio does it one way. DC probably does it a different way. And so, you know, when that, if you translate that over to the, the soil test side of things, is there one soil test they're doing? Or yeah, is no, that's of- a very good point, Russ. The, the soil tests, the extraction methods vary tremendously within the industry. They've tried to make it uniform, uh, but uh, that has not been accepted by everybody because they feel that one method is better than the other, like you're saying with the COVID test. And so <clears throat> the farmer, whatever test he is using, depending on where the source is, has to know something about that particular test to know exactly what it's showing them. So we have always said, when you do the soil test, find out what the crop's doing and then make the soil test fit the crop. Don't make the crop fit the soil test. And see, we think that's still valid today. So do you still recommend the soil test, but don't use it as you know, the, the gospel. That's right. Correct. That's right. The soil test is an indicator. You know, when we work with guys in the south, uh, particularly on the coastal sands, we see that uh, the amount of NP and K mineral that's in the soil is significantly less. So they may need to add some in that particular soil. Whereas you get in the flat black of northern Illinois, you have tremendous levels of NP and K in that soil. And your goal there is to just make that available. So again, the soil test is a starting point, but don't let it limit your uh, strip test work. In other words, if you think that you have plants that are indicating that you're short on calcium, 
still apply it and see what the plant has to say about it. That's really your final answer, just like the human species. There was a Hollywood type that was deathly sick. Uh, she had all the symptoms of the COVID, but all her tests were negative. And she said eventually she tested positive uh, for the antibodies, which said that she did have the actual COVID infection. So again, you have to use all your parameters to make a decision on what the final answer is. And that's the way soil testing should be approached, in my opinion. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please subscribe and share with a friend. If you'd like to learn more about the Growers Program, visit our website, www.growersmineral.com.